0: Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored arachnol radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Haley and Monica. They are two sisters who moved to Tucson as part of the remote Tucson program. That was launched about a year ago with Startup Tucson. And uh, they're coming up to a big anniversary date on that program. So we thought we'd check in with Haley and Monica on how they're doing here in Tucson and any of their thoughts on our community. Today is December 11th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to get us on the show directly, our email address is contact at org. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and our uh, URL has all of the um, past episodes information on the show, our, our most recent uh, book, and of course, our podcast is out there in many different places where you listen to your your favorite ones. Mm-hmm. We now have a new name for the plaza outside of the Tucson Convention Center that runs through the campus there. We used to call it the Ecbo Plaza because it was designed by a landscape architect named Garrett Ecbo. Uh, it has now been renamed as of Friday the 9th as the uh, Alva Bustamante Torres Plaza, the Alva B. Torres Plaza. And if you're not familiar with the name of uh, Alva Torres, she is a huge um, part of the reason why we have as much of Tucson's history and culture saved from that barrio area as we did. She was actually uh, a big advocate for not destroying the barrios that were ultimately removed so that we could put in the convention center and the municipal complex over there. So she uh, was a vocal um, uh, vocal against the creation of those because she didn't want to lose the history and culture that we had. And she wrote uh, for the Arizona Daily Star. She was one of the very first Mexican-American writers in a, to have a weekly series in a, a major newspaper. and She talked about food, history, culture, her childhood. And as we walk around in the downtown area, we have the Sosa Correa House, and we have the, the gazebo out in front of the Flynn and uh, the San Diego House, and those things that were spared during the revitalization of the late 60s and early 70s. In large part, we have those um, there because of Alva, torres so we appreciate the fact that maybe um maybe i don't know 50 50 some years later that we are recognizing her contributions to that uh, and we now have a plaza named after her and appreciate all that she has done to keep tucson as vibrant and historically and culturally significant as she has done so congratulations to her and congratulations to tucson for for making that that happen our guests today are a little newer to Tucson. It is Haley and Monica. They are sisters that came as part of the remote Tucson program uh, that was launched about a year ago, and they're coming up on a key date here as they were given some incentives to, to move here for a period of time, and now that they're approaching that one-year anniversary, have a decision to make as to whether they're going to stay. So I want to get a sense of what they thought of Tucson, how this program worked, and, and uh, what their overall thoughts are of our community. I had a chance to sit down with them just a few days ago at the brand new Tucson Gallery. So this is kind of a cool thing. We are in a brand new space. It's called the uh, the Tucson Gallery inside of the Proper Shops in downtown. Just opened uh, this past weekend and we are uh, testing out the podcasting equipment for the new series we're going to be doing called Meet the Artist featuring Tucson artists. And I had the um, privilege of running into Monica and Haley who are part of Tucson's remote program that was used to attract people here from across the country we started talking it's been about a year if you remember we we did a show on that about a year ago so we wanted to catch up and say hey what's what is happening so let's do some let's do some introductions (laughs) Haley tell us who you are where are you from where did you where did you move from
1: I'm from Virginia okay I've definitely I can't like associate myself anymore with who I was before coming here I'm like in a new era I have a new mindset I'm not who I used to be which isn't good or bad so just different yeah
0: yeah I think that's if you're moving from Virginia to Tucson it should be a little different yeah and you came with your sister Monica, and you, but you came as part of this big project. So t- tell us a little bit about Remote Tucson. What what caught your eye, and, and how that how that portrayed, how that played out?
2: Yeah. So I'm Monica. Um, I right. am 30 years old. I'm a environmental scientist and a digital nomad. Um, I was living up in the Rocky Mountains, up in Colorado, for the last two years when the pandemic started, and I came across a program called Remote Tucson where they were looking for people to essentially just move here with your remote job. And at that time in life, with the state of the world, with the pandemic, people were willing uh, to change and open to just trying something new. So um, I felt pretty isolated as a remote worker in Denver. And what attracted me here was this word that we all, we use a lot community. And when I went to the website, there were many perks to, to living here, but it was all about fostering a connection and something that was really curated and intentional. And I noticed that there were a lot of creatives here and people with an open mind and just bringing together all different walks of life and the culture of the Southwest and Tucson really caught my eye, uh, we're east coast girls so we we never knew that we were going to come to the desert so it's really as Haley said like she's she doesn't feel like she's the same anymore she's evolved I also feel that way the desert has a way of changing you and your perception in life and making you kind of get still and, and also um just embody what it means to be in the desert <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you when you saw this program, tell me a, a little bit about it. It wasn't just, hey, I'm going to sign up and be part of Remote Tucson. There was a kind of a rigorous program. Uh, oh, yes. Program.
2: There, there was no guarantee at first. Um, I read the pilot report from Startup Tucson, the nonprofit that is in charge of the program, and I read through wh- exactly who they were looking for and what they were looking for. There were a lot of families and couples um, and individuals who were moving. They wanted to move back to. Tucson for either the U of A family, or they had roots or a reason here. So um, we had no connection here. But I thought, hey, why not just try and apply? That's the worst thing that could happen. Um, I don't work in the tech industry. I'm a scientist. And so I felt like the odds were going to be stacked against me. But even in knowing that, I did not let that stop me from applying, from filling out the application. There was many essay questions that I had to answer. And what really attracted me was that they the question there was a question that said would you be moving with family or a spouse or a partner and I had two sisters back on the east coast and I was by myself as a nomad and That got lonely during the pandemic, and it's hard anywhere to make friends. And so when I saw that, I listed my sister's help before I officially submitted and I said, hey, would you be okay with moving to Tucson if I go?
1: Avi.
0: Uh, I was thinking that that you got the award and decided, okay, I got to bring somebody with me. But you were part of this decision.
1: Yeah, it was kind of just like a silly little let's do it. You Um, were with me when I applied. Yeah, it was just like... I was just like, yeah, like, why not? Because I feel like where we were at, like, in that time last year, um, we were just like needing something new and just like, we weren't in like the best headspace. So we were kind of just like, let's do it and see what happens. And now we're here. And like, now that we're here, every day I'm just like, wow, like, you're, um, an, you're in awe. <laughs> like, what is this?
2: We, so let's see, we're like at the t- nine or 10 month mark. I think- It'll be a oh, year okay. next March in 2023 but we still wake up with this feeling of we're here we're getting settled and the desert is beautiful but also like <gasps> we really did this. It's
1: like, are we okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because
2: around this time last year I applied and I was, I was going through the realm. So I was attending virtual info sessions, asking questions, sitting in on meetings and really doing some research on this, but not getting too ahead with it because there was a chance that I wasn't going to get picked and I had no backup plan. Yeah. So when I found out last December, I, I had COVID at the time and I flew home to Virginia and I was like, Hey, I, we found out we're going to go to Tucson. And so we put the pedal to the metal and
0: yeah, we're here. <laughs> so what, what, what was that conversation like? You called say, was, Haley, we're in and, and you're excited or you like, just like, Oh, what do we I do? I think
1: when she found out, well, we already like kind of knew, like you we knew we were going to get it. You, know, you knew I was going to get it. She always gets, you know, she's okay. that girl. Um, but I think, once we were like, oh, she got it? Okay, so, like, what does this mean? Because, like, we're all at, like, different ages and, like, at different points in our lives. So now it's, like, we're about to live together. We have not lived together since, like...
2: Uh, 2010, <laughs> when I was in high school. So there's yeah, there's three so, of us, but two of us here in the room. Yeah, We're all five and ten years apart. And so I didn't know that, as an adult, I would... Live with my sisters again, and have an opportunity to move with them
0: yeah. in a new place. So your, your your third sister came with you as well. She yeah. did. Oh, she okay. did. She's what's, here. What's
2: her name? Her her name is Shauna. Okay. She's at work right now. She works off of Craycroft Road.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so the program there was a commitment like you had to be here whether you liked it or not for a year. Yeah. you
2: you do so you have to live in Tucson or Pima County for 12 months to receive all of the incentives and so a, in a year's time it's a it's a commitment but it's also a short amount of time because we it's everything still feels new to us mm-hmm. and that there's so much that we have not covered or people we have not met and i find myself constantly evaluating what my my goals are here or my intentions. Um, I thought I was going to be really into the outdoors here, and I am, but there's also several other communities, groups, organizations that mm-hmm. I never had on my radar, and now now I'm like, I want to go for that. I want to do those things.
0: So uh, I guess then it, it's safe to say coming March, you have to make a decision. It sounds like you're leaning to maybe, uh-oh, maybe not, uh-huh. maybe, maybe staying. <laughs>
2: I think we are going to give ourselves some more time here. To our future selves. Um, what do you do? So Please let me know. We've talked about it. We've talked about it since we've been here because the plan is not to live with your sibling for the rest of your life. If that happens, cool. Because I'm all about just kind of like, since the pandemic, being multi-generational and sticking with family no matter where you go... I, I think <laughs> we're all told to, like, get a job, move away, and be isolated, and that mm-hmm. can be unhealthy sometimes. So I think we're going to stick around, and Haley's going to figure out what Ooh. she wants to do and what's, what's good for her oh in the God. future, and Monica's going to focus on what I want to do or what's next for me, and I, I think with a little more time here, that will prepare us for staying or leaving or in- investing in a house here. You know, there's just... I, oh, there's lots of opportunity that's, that's, here. That's some serious business yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. So
0: are you, how many people were in the cohort that came? Do you know?
2: So there is 10 of us or between 10 to 15 people. There were 900 applicants. Wow. So I thought, all right, you know, if it happens, it happens. I made the top 40. Like I said, I attended some information sessions and then I made another round, the final round. And and you you know, you're left on a cliffhanger at that point. Like, Oh, I'm in the running. And like my sister said, Oh, Monica gets everything. Well, I honestly (laughs) didn't know
0: because you never know what people are looking for. Your sisters knew. You just didn't know.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She
0: she started packing as soon as you made the decision. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be back to the second half of that interview with Haley and Monica in just a moment. But first I want to remind you that you are listening to life along the streetcar on downtown radio. 99.1 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.
3: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to LifeAlongTheStreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number three zero eight seven. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity.
0: And thank you to Paleo Dave for keeping our drive time Monday through Saturday, uh, well, Monday through Friday mornings uh, live with really cool music. Let's get back to our interview, though, with Haley and Monica as part of the uh, remote Tucson program. Kind of talking about their history, how they got here and uh want to find a little bit more about the program maybe some of the other members and and how all it all of it comes together and uh we'll find out at the end what their uh, decision is about whether they're going to stay in tucson or, or move on Are you in contact with some of the other families and members that came out? Do you get get together regularly? Yes. Uh, Remote Tucson
2: had a meet and greet. Um, We participated in the 10 West Festival. So Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of the other people in the cohort. Um, I was also paired up with a great ambassador. Her name is Diana Charbano. I had a soft landing with coming here, which is great. And I, I think that that is a... Opportunity metaphorically, like if someone gives you the ball and an opportunity and a chance to do something new, take it and, and and run with it. Really set yourself up. And it's it's teaching me how to meet new people, it's teaching Haley how to get out there and meet new people. There's Tucson is like our teacher mm-hmm. for navigating life. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, did anyone else come out with siblings? Have you run into people that in that situation? No, we are
2: the first sister group, the first family to nice. do the program, so we made history.
0: <laughs> I, I have a feeling you just you probably made history before you seem like the, the you don't you're not afraid of a lot. you just you kind of make things happen.
1: yeah, that's a uh, that's us. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like we like it's not know, like that we we just... know that we're doing it. We don't know that we're doing
2: it. I mean, we, we met you at an event and like the hardest part was just showing up and we didn't know we would end up on this show, you know,
0: nah, it was, from just
2: being in the room and making conversation. It,
0: it was at 10 West and we we're just, we we're talking and I, we had talked about remote Tucson on the show about a year ago and been to a couple of the events and now it's, you know, to the point where like, well, let's see if it's having an impact. Do you have a sense of the, other individuals, if, if they're sort of in the same situation where they're maybe going to stick around for a while, or, or do you think have you had any conversations like, oh, we cannot wait to get out of here?
2: I think for the others, I think they're going to stay because they have family here, or they attended college here, or their their job they got a job okay. here. Um, with my job being remote, and we don't have other extended family here, that leaves the door open for sure. leaving or continuing to stay and build our community here. So. W- with being the first sister group and the, the first in the program to not have ties to Tucson, it kind of, it just gives us more options. But you have to weigh those options and really sit with making sure you're doing what's right for you. We I don't want to leave so soon, you know? Yeah, because
1: it just feels wrong. You've said that.
2: You've said that a multiple lot. Multiple times. That it just feels wrong. Because it's like some
1: days I'm like, uh, but then I'm also just like, no, I'm not ready to like leave. Like There's still stuff here for me.
2: Yeah, what we've done in our time this year, we've traveled to other nearby cities. What Yay. feels easy in Tucson won't feel easy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be more competitive, more traffic, more money. <laughs> Since I've lived in bigger cities and more competitive markets where things feel more transactional and that everyone is using you, I haven't felt that way here. But I will say it. It is hard to plant roots here and to make friends yeah. because the desert is open. Open, people tend to stick to themselves. Mm-hmm. It gets really hot in the summer. We experienced that Permit. for the first time. We didn't know what a siesta was. I'm from the East Coast. <laughs> you go 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 we go were go like, what nonstop. And then <laughs> we the the world. we hibernate in the winter, but you don't do that here. So it has been a big lifestyle change and as Haley said like some days are hard and we recognize that. But the more we openly talk about that, there
1: yeah, it just, it makes it, like, okay. Yeah. To be like, okay, we're also feeling this way? Yeah, it's, it, it takes years. It takes time. I'm learning to love it, and, like, some days I'm like, okay, this is what I don't like. Okay, this is what I do like. So it's, like, it's helping me figure out what is best for me and what's not good for me. It's giving me the clarity I need.
0: Had you done anything like this prior to?
1: No. No. Uh,
0: she, she was in our I hometown.
1: Home being depressed. I went to school for art. And I dropped out of school. So then I was at home just like, I don't know what to do with my life. And then that's why I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. And then now we're here. And that's why I'm like, my days where I'm like, oh, my God, did I like throw myself into fire? Like, was I not ready? Like, should I have stayed in school? Like, should I just stay at home with my parents? But then some days I'm like, I need this exposure. You do. Like, I need to be uncomfortable and like apply to different jobs and then quit jobs and then meet new people and then ghost people have people ghost me like I need to like be in this world and like it's hard you know at my age because it's like you guys aren't at my age yeah so it's like they can't relate to me but I'm learning from them like they're Mm. showing me so that's why I'm like Tucson is it's it's special (laughs) yeah yeah
2: by removing my sisters out of their home environment we were just like throwing paint to the wall. Go see what's out here (laughs) Mm -hmm. for you. And I think for them, because Haley is the youngest, she'll always remember this. Like, wow, when I was young and I didn't, I dropped out of school, I was working, you know, random jobs. Like I lived in Tucson and I, and I've told her that, you know, whether you stay or go, or you want to go back home, you'll always remember this.
0: I'm curious to see when that when that 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 uh, triangle starts yeah. to separate, where if you all stay, if you all stay, You'll if you have all to go, keep where, tabs
2: on Haley. I where know. is she now
0: <laughs> in the future? Yeah. Well, I think all, all three of you. It's going to be interesting to, to see how that changes. because the you know the, the leap that you made is is pretty significant, Haley. But you also did have the comfort of, of having family, you know, to do that with. And yeah. I, I think that's an important component. So yeah. you, you didn't have to be out there all alone.
1: They keep me sane.
0: Yeah. Keep you sane and, but also push you a little bit to keep you a little bit insane probably.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) She's the first to move cross country because none of us did that at her age. Mm -hmm. We don't have that experience. Our other sister, she had moved around a little bit too during college. She moved before I did. So I thought, did I do the wrong thing? You know, is she going to get homesick? Is she not going to like it? Is she just going to wake up one day and buy a plane ticket and go back home? that's why we are just giving ourselves grace and feeling how we feel and constantly evaluating, but also enjoying this time.
1: Yeah.
0: Your thoughts on, on the success of it. Do you feel like this program makes sense for Tucson? I know it made sense for you, but does it make sense for Tucson?
2: And that's a, that's a, a big question because I, I learned that people weren't really happy about it. Some people uh, In the first... Co- yeah. Yeah, some people were. They, they were, they weren't. It's exciting for some people. I think it it is good for Tucson to bring back those, those that have ties here and really care about cultivating this community. I also think if you're a creative or an entrepreneur, this is a good place to start before you try to go to a big city or out of the country.
0: Well, and I, I think if, if it can bring... The two of you and your sister out here, I think it is a good thing for Tucson. Yeah,
2: as long as you keep an open mind and learn the culture and pace of Tucson and show up to things, that will set you up for success. But if you come here, like I was told, if you come here with expectations or a high demand, that's going to make it difficult.
1: It's, yeah, it's definitely made us like, too self-aware of everything. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with the program, it was a good stepping stool to get us here and like out of the mindset that we were in. Yeah. But I just feel like sometimes we can't relate to the program or that like we can't relate to people here. And I feel like we are so willing to like learn about the culture here and the people here and like what Tucson is, but I feel like they're not willing to understand us and like who we are and like what we need. So it's like kind of like, yeah, it's not reciprocating energy, but you know, it's okay. People aren't going to get it and that's
2: fine. I've enjoyed participating and giving it my all and being one of the, the more so engaged members of the cohort I've also leaned into focusing on my own career aspirations um, at my job and then also in my free time. And Startup Tucson and this remote Tucson program afforded me that opportunity and I used it to the max. But I do agree with Haley because we have such a different mentality and mindset and we look so different than everyone yeah. else. Um, it can be hard to feel like people want to understand us. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I, I appreciate you coming out yeah. and, and talking and, and helping uh, explain that. Because I, I, when I met the two of you at that event, I, my first thought was, oh, my gosh, they're like, they fit in so well. They're so adjusted. It, it, shape it, it was it was, yeah. it was amazing to me that you'd only been here for a few months because you knew everyone and you were, you know, everything was sort of centering around the two of you. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> I, it was. It was surprised that you uh, had only been here for a few months, but I appreciate you taking time to ex- explain your story. I'm sure we're going to stay in touch. We are, and uh, we'll probably have an update in March. M- maybe they can. Okay, that sounds That's good. going to happen, and do the countdown, yeah. and then we'll start the uh, the. the uh, the campaign of where's Haley now?
1: Where's Haley now? I have no idea of where she's going to be, but she's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's what we need to know. We don't, we don't, no one knows where <laughs> Haley's going to be. That's the beauty of it.
1: Yeah. Thank
2: you
0: for having us. Oh, absolutely. My, absolutely. My pleasure. It was my pleasure. Haley and Monica were really wonderful people to uh, have on the show and get, you know, it's it's nice. We, we, oftentimes we get to interview people that have been here for a while and have all these historical perspectives. And then every now and then we get someone who's brand new. We had, um. You know, uh, Maryland from visit Tucson that I just moved from Philadelphia months before, and and now we've got nine months with Haley Monica. It's, I think it's always good to get that fresh perspective with uh, out um, a different set of eyes that aren't uh, integrated with uh, all the the beauty that that we see every day. They uh, they bring a, a different lens to it, and and their input is always so uh, so important to keeping Tucson great and making it even better. My name is. Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.
3: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number one eight two four two zero Nova, and Nova, NMLS number 3087 3087- BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right. Hard to believe, uh, but
0: we're wrapping up another show. We're quickly wrapping up another year here. Uh, lifelong streetcar has been on the air for over five years. This is episode number 229. Oh, my goodness gracious. How time flies. Thank you again to Monica and Haley for spending some time. And I uh, got to do that interview at the uh, Tucson Gallery. So I'm going to probably do a few more there. We set up a podcasting station because we're going to be doing meet the artist events at the gallery. This you may remember from our episode a few weeks ago Talked about the proper shops. We have a lot of local artists in there. Uh, with original work and some reproductions and a little bit of merchandise. It's a small space, but we've put a lot into it. And uh, the podcasting area is set up so that probably in January we can start doing interviews with these artists and inviting their fans down to uh, maybe even be a part of that podcast. But in the meantime, uh, Life Along the Streetcar, uh, which is not going anywhere, by the way, we're not replacing that. That's just an additional uh, podcast, Life Along the Streetcar, will remain a radio show here on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM. Uh, and... I'm just happy to be a part of this lineup with all these other great DJs and uh, volunteers that run shows and uh, keep the station running. If you want to learn any more about the station, make a donation, check out our schedule, head over to downtownradio.org. And you can just randomly click on any one of those. And my guess is you're going to find something you like. If you don't, it's okay because we're very eclectic. Click on something else. But I would doubt that it's going to take you more than two clicks to find a style of music that you've never heard before or that you haven't heard in a while and get a really knowledgeable DJ telling you all about it. Well, in honor of Haley and Monica, we're going to leave you with a little uh, music today that's uh, just talking about where they, where they landed here. It's a song by Dan Mills from 2017 on an album called Something Good, and it's Tucson, Arizona. My name is Tommy. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. I don't like walking in the cold, I like driving in the sun so take me
3: out of the slow. I wanna leave on of the